Welcome to the Financially Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. Welcome. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about leading change in your organization. Now, now change is constant and and nothing remains the same forever. What worked in the past probably might not work today. Why? Well, because the market and the environment and the people and your customers have changed. And if you're leading change in your organization, I just want to give you a few ideas for you to consider uh, so that you can help change your organization and make that change easier to manage and increase your chances of success. So number one, recognize the problems for what they are. Today's problems are actually a result of yesterday's decisions and actions. Those decisions, uh, good or bad, uh, might not have been the best decisions. Remember, the old system is in place and it contributed to the problems that you're seeing today. And those problems are usually symptoms of a much broader issue. So use those issues created by the old system as a launching point to change the system into something new that's more productive, uh, is leaner, more efficient, and uh, provides better service. Number two, set a marker. You know, when you're leading change, set a specific point in time, an event that signifies the end of the old system and the beginning of the new. Mark it uh, as the point of no return. Say, you know, but uh, you have crossed the Rubicon um, and there's no going back. Uh, you've burned the ships, if you will, you know, and, and share with everyone in the organization this date, this uh, n- no point of no return, if you will, so that they understand and, and, and are better able to accept the change as a permanent event. Uh, number three, compl- uh, complaints, um, they're going to occur, but I want you to listen to them. People will complain and murmur about change. You know, some might wish for the old system and, uh, you know, they'll say, predict the new system won't work. Um, and others um, might actually have legitimate issues or concerns. Take time to listen to their concerns. Show that you're interested in them as people and uh, their concerns have validity. Many times you'll discover they're afraid and uncomfortable with change and they just simply want to be heard and understood. Once they understand their fears have been recognized by you, um, work with them to adjust uh, to the new system. Uh, They will be more open uh, to ideas and uh, more likely to go along with the change. Number four is provide access to decision makers. Um, Change implementation is going to require people, um, and and they will be the ones who actually do the change. Make your decision makers accessible to those implementing the change so that the the feedback can be received quickly. You know, feedback isn't complaining, uh, and that's real important to recognize. Um, Feedback is uh, the relevation um, uh, of uh, the blind spots uh, that you probably have while you were designing the change. I know it's natural to resist being accessible because you don't want to listen to all the complaints. However, I would suggest you establish rules for access, something like come with a problem, bring two solutions, or or use data to support your points. Um, uh, 
you know, if if you see something's not working, give me some give me some good alternatives so that we can make this change uh, better. As a leader of change, you'll want problems brought to your attention uh, so that you can fix them and be more effective in your change management. If you want to be ineffective in your change, just issue dictums uh, from on high and keep your door shut and um, see how well uh, that change gets implemented in your organization. Number five is pace your change properly. You know, quick change uh, actually has a harder time sticking. So make certain you time your change properly in the organization so that you maximize its stickiness, if you will. One method of timing your change is to telling people about how the change is coming and when to expect it. And then, you know, take it slowly and as necessary for your people uh, to adapt to the change, but as fast as necessary for your customers and your patients. Today's uh, talk has been about a little bit about change and leading change. Um, recognize your problems for what they are. Always set deadlines, uh, points of no return. Um, remember that you know complaints. Uh, they're probably not complaints. Uh, they're probably real concerns um, of people who are implementing the change. So make yourself accessible so that you can receive that feedback, and then pace your change properly. Well, I'm very happy you decided to invest in yourself today. It's the best decision you'll ever make. Thanks so much for listening, and if you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, as well as my online courses on my website, www.davidnorrismdmba.com. There you'll find uh, courses on uh, negotiations, financial intelligence, process improvement, patient satisfaction, uh, and team building and leadership. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time.